Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central. Everything technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs and the internet. Information you want, want all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Episode 260. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. And uh, it's great to have your company each and every week here on uh, on Your Tech Life. Without you, I don't know, we'd just be sitting here talking to myself. If I wasn't talking to you, I'd have to Snapchat people. And that would just not satisfy me as much as podcasting does. So thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Your Tech Life. Um, lots to talk about this week, including um, a very cool Aussie product. I, I've mentioned it before, but it's it's coming to life now and it won't come to life unless people get behind it. So it's an interesting opportunity to get right into some crowdfunding. Um, there is a few calls to talk about, including a very interesting conversation about the Foxtel deal. Um, and, and whether or not it's these new prices are a good deal. So that'll be interesting to see. We're going to talk TV. We're going to talk triple O. And, um, well, modems and routers and... Uh, so much to cover, and uh, we've got a couple of very cool new devices to talk about as well. Um, smartphones from Huawei, Kogan's doing his best again, uh, and a whole lot more. And uh, it's all thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation and GPS Technology. And uh, you can check them out at um, garmin.com.au. And uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, get in touch, say good day, uh, eftm.com that I use the website, or you can jump on Twitter at Trevor Long. Just shout out, say good day, say hi, tell me where you're listening, why you're listening, how you're listening, and then, um, as I say regularly, I try and encourage you, just gently, uh, to log on to uh, iTunes, even though you don't need to, because you've got your best podcast already, you're subscribed, it's okay, but go back to the Your, Your Tech Life podcast on iTunes, and, uh, you know, leave a little note, leave a little rating, your rating means other people will be able to find the rating, so uh, thank you to Wazza1234. Um, is that a word? Gets to the point, doesn't... Pro- oh, hang on. Sorry. So his, his summary of the podcast, five stars. Interesting, without being waffly. Is that a word, he says. Gets to the point, doesn't praise every gadget he reviews, but it's an honest and pointed opinion. Good on you, Wazza. Oh, I don't mind. Look, if I'm waffling a little, you know, so that's the best I can do, really. And uh, to the dog boy... Great Oz Tech Podcast, a must-listen-to podcast every week. Thank you, mate. Um, really appreciate that comment. So jump onto iTunes and um, leave a comment. You never know. I might even randomly give prizes to people who, who leave comments. In fact, here's what I'm going to do. Waza, Waza1234, if you can prove... How are you going to prove that it was you? Hmm, hang on, stop. Think think hard here, Trev. Think hard. Because, you know, Waza... Hard to identify, really. I mean, it's just a name. And I can't get Apple's help. So I think what you need to do is perhaps email me before it goes. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. We should be able to reward people who who, who leave comments, good or bad. I'm not trying to gamify it here. I'm just trying to encourage comments. But anyway, get in touch if you're leaving comments. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. You are listening to Your Tech Life. Thanks to the Garmin. Lots to talk about. Let's get straight into it. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. Now, Huawei. 
Huawei. Um, we talked a couple of things this week. I'll tell you later about the, the cheap 4G smartphone that's coming to market. But right now, I want to tell you about the Mate 7. A bit confusing with the HTC M8, but don't worry. The Mate 7 uh, is a flagship device from Huawei. Uh, Huawei is actually spelled H-U-A-W-E-I, the sponsor of the Canberra Raiders. You might have seen them around the place. This is a six-inch screen on a device that is pretty much the same size as the Galaxy Note 4 and the iPhone 6 Plus. Um, it's only six, uh, sorry, 7.9 millimeters uh, in thickness, which is you know, just sensational. Um, and it has a 4,100 milliamp hour battery. That's a lot. So we should expect some good battery life. Of course, it's 4G. The screen is beautiful. Um, but the one thing that sets this thing apart is the fingerprint scanner. Okay, so a fingerprint scanner in it, in it of itself is not new. Uh, nor is it revolutionary. But Huawei have done something revolutionary with this. Now, let's talk about the other fingerprint scanners quickly. So on your Samsung device, <coughs> excuse me, you press the home button, you slide your finger down, you scan your fingerprint. On an iPhone, if you, I'm talking about if your phone is locked here, turned off. Um, you, you press the home button and then you hold your finger on there and it scans your fingerprint and unlocks. I know it sounds ridiculously simple, but Huawei have gone one step better. They've taken the Apple approach to touch, not slide. That's good. The, uh, the fingerprint sensor is on the back underneath the camera, so in the middle, and it is actually quite a comfortable place for it. And crucially, it's touch like the Apple iPhone, except if it's asleep, you just touch it and it wakes. So you don't need to kind of power it on and then do a fingerprint. You just touch, recognize, on. It's one step less. But in the world of efficiencies and workflows, that's a big deal. And I found it very easy to use. Um, it's available in two colors, obsidian black, which is basically a dark gray and amber gold. Uh, the amber gold one um, is available from Monday the 17th for $700 at Harvey Norman and JB Hi-Fi. Now, that is, what, $300? No, $250, cheaper than the Samsung Galaxy Note 4. And I've got to say, unless you need that stylus and the resolution on the, on the Galaxy Note 4, I'd be going straight for the Huawei. Straight away. 3 gig of RAM, 32 gig onboard storage. $700, um, I just think that's a great deal. Um, so available at Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi across Australia from the 17th, and the Obsidian Black version will be available from Vodafone and Dick Smith uh, later on, so we'll get pricing on that shortly. But I've got to tell you, it's a great device. It feels very well strongly engineered. Um, the screen-to-body ratio is 83%, which is 10-plus oh, percent better than the Note 4 or the iPhone. So very, very, um, very, very useful. It's a great device. I highly recommend it. I've reviewed it fully already at eftm.com.au and a bunch of photos there. And, you know, as I've said a million times about my reviews, this is not about um, specs and features. It's about, is the phone any good? Is it usable? What does it look like? You know, the basic stuff, right? So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's well worth a look if you're uh, if you're looking for a phablet. Six-inch phablets. Uh, jump on to uh, uh, yeah, 
jump jump onto eftm.com.au and uh, let me know what you think. Uh, your tech life. Now, Ruslan Kogan also came out at the end of last week with a little idea about a TV, a 65-inch ultra-high-definition TV. That's that's big, right? So I'm a big fan of these big TVs. I think they look great in the lounge room if you've got a big enough room. The problem is they're like five grand. Now, Kogan, in his sneaky, cheeky little way, um, came out and said that his was $1,600 and the others were like, 5,000, 4,000. He produced a graph. What he failed to do was point out that L, um, sorry, Hisense and TCL have 65-inch ultra-high-definition TVs for, oh, I don't know, $1,900, $2,200. So not a whole lot more than his, but certainly his is the cheapest, even when delivered. Available only to Sydney and Melbourne residents, but <clears throat> still, I'm sure that can change in time if it's successful enough. It's a great price for a TV. Now, um, it may not have the best refresh rate or contrast ratios, but it will do everything you need it to do in terms of a television. I mean, when I sit here watching Sky News and A&E, kind of the only things I watch in standard definition, I think well, it's going to look just as good, but just on a bigger screen. Um, so, you know, it's it's a wonderful looking, uh, wonderful looking thing. And I think it's great that he's been able to bring it to market for $1,700. So... If you are looking to fill your lounge room or man cave with something solid, then 65 inches of uh, Kogan Ultra High Definition TV could well be just what you want. And you can check that out at eftm.com.au or kogan.com because that's where he sells the things. I mean, there's no point going anywhere else, is there? Uh, it's uh, That's where he sells the stuff. Uh, check it out, uh, eftm.com.au. That blew your mind. Uh, the Vivo Fit is a fantastic fitness band that moves at the pace of your life from Garmin. It's $129. has a screen on the front, so while you're out there walking, while you're during your day, you can see how close you are to your goal. And the thing is, it learns your activity. So it assigns you a personal daily goal based on your activity. If you have a bad week, especially if you're sick, it won't just set you a 20,000-step goal again. It'll work you back to your pace. So it displays the steps, the calorie, the distance, all there on the on the wrist. It's got a one-year battery life. Pairs with a heart rate monitor if you've got one. Honestly, great device. Comes in six different colors. A great present if you if you know someone that's into even half into fitness. The Garmin Vivo Fit. Uh, check it out at Garmin.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. You can get in touch anytime. Just jump on Twitter at Trevor Long or uh, go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Vince. G'day. How are you? Good, mate. What can I do for you? Um, I'm in the market for a new modem and modem router, and I'm umming and ahhing between the, the net, net, the net the Nighthawk that you, um, you and... Um, and you and Stephen keep um, going on about and the, the, the two blokes causing tech podcast. Yep. yep. So um, do I need to buy a modem as well if I'm going to use the, the Nighthawk? Well, yes. Um, the Nighthawk is only a router. It will not connect you to the internet. Yeah. But yep. have you already got a modem? I do, but it seems to be playing up a little bit like it's right. a, a few years old, so I was wanting to upgrade and, and get yeah, right. going to a, a new one anyway. I mean, the good news is you don't need to splash out too heavily on the modem, right? All you need is the most basic of modems 
that will give you the highest speed possible. So ensure that if you've got ADSL 2 Plus, that you get an ADSL 2 Plus modem. Um, mm-hmm. If you've got cable, make sure you've got a cable modem. So the, the modem doesn't have to have Wi-Fi. Christ, it doesn't even need to have more than one LAN port because you're only ever going to plug one thing into it, and that's your, that's your, your router, whatever you choose to buy. Um, the reason I, I like the idea of having a, a modem separate to the router is because then the router becomes something you can change in time or over time whenever you like. Um, and, and it also, you know, it helps to diagnose things. So, for example, if your internet's down, you can check the router and then you can plug your computer directly into the modem and see whether it's working. And then a lot more trial and error can go on. Um, but essentially with a modem, all you'll ever have is the power coming into it, the phone line going into it and your router cable going out of it. That's it. So I wouldn't, I'd splash out on whatever you can get that's reasonably reliable, you know, so good brand, but then, um, you know, as long as it meets the criteria of your internet, i.e. ADSL 2 plus or whatever it might be, then you're free to go and get whatever router you want. Now, obviously, yeah, I think the Nighthawk's bloody awesome, Um, but it depends on your network, depends what you're doing. I mean, how many devices have you got in the home? Uh, Probably, probably up to 10, I think, all up. And what age do they range from? Um, I suppose the very recent stuff, so iPhone 6, iPhone 5C, obviously, that I'm on the phone with now, um, a, a couple-year-old iMac, um, a, a desktop um, printer, a couple of laptops, and some... Um, I don't have any TVs or anything at the moment. Yeah, but yeah. That'll, that'll come. Wi-Fi, but that'll come. Yeah, they will, I think. Yeah. So, so have you heard what I've been saying about the uh, the speed of the network being dependent on the slowest device on it? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, so that, that to me, whether you get the Nighthawk or you get another router, just make sure it's dual band because with that many devices, you want to whack all your slow stuff, the old stuff on the, the two, two and a half, um, 2.5 gigahertz network, and then you whack all the yep. new stuff on the 5. And uh, if you yep. feel like the 5 is slowing down, take the odd device off it and see whether they're slowing it down. So... Um, you know the Nighthawk does what the Nighthawk does best is give you things like beam forming. You know there's a fair bit of range advantage in a, in a device like that. Um, if you've got a reasonable size home, that's a good thing. And if you've got a lot of mobile devices, that's a good thing. And you know I think it's yeah. a great future proofing investment if you can afford to shell out the three hundred dollars that it's worth, which is yeah, to me pretty I, I good think, value. Yeah, it's it's so. pricey, no Very doubt. Am I worth getting the which is the one that has the the two Five gigahertz. Oh, um, band. the the Nighthawk. Well, well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> so what I found very interestingly is, even though and, and Netgear, you know, may prefer that that you run through their their smarts, but with the X with the Nighthawk X6, which is the tri-band router, and it looks sensational. Yeah. Also, <laughs> um, it's meant to kind of automatically move your devices from between the five gigahertz networks. I've actually found I'm getting a better better system by just manually connecting my absolute latest best devices to the second 5G network, connecting the devices that I'm pretty sure are, are reasonably fast to the middle 5G network, and then connecting all the things like light switches and all the other crap that doesn't really matter about speed to the 2.5 gig network as well as anything that's old. And I, I find a really good you know manual system there, and I think it's given me the best reliability on the network I can get. So yes, I would. I mean, mate, if budget's not a major issue, obviously everyone's, you know, everything's an issue. But if budget's not going to kick you down, then it is a it is a worthwhile investment. Given that in the next three to five years, you'll probably buy another ten devices, 
and you know you're going to be relying on that thing as the core of your home network. Yeah, that's right. And and probably the only other thing that I was thinking of, we're we're a fairly Apple centric home. Yeah. Just the term is, isn't it? Um. So the other thing I was looking at was potentially the like the airport extreme, um, and which which has the the time capsule uh, in it. the backup. Yeah, yeah, the time capsule in it. Yeah, I got I got to say well? that that is a beautiful device. Um, you know, whacking a, a separate piece of hardware onto your network that does your backups and stuff uh, for some people not not easy. Um, now the I can't I haven't tried putting because you know the Nighthawks for example and and Belkins and other Linksys and all those they'll have USB ports that you could plug a hard drive into um, that will be then a shared drive. Um, but I can't tell you that I've tested Time Machine. So a little bit of research before you buy. <clears throat> but the, the comparison would be Airport Extreme, obviously that's going to work. Um, yep. With a Netgear or a Belkin or some other kind of um, router with a USB port, what you want to research is if you plug an external hard drive into your router, can you back up to Time Machine? And that that's mm. yep. that, there'll, there'll be an answer on that on the internet, you know, how good it is. Yep. Um, if yep. that's possible, then mate, that's a that's a great solution because the one thing about the Airport Extreme is you're kind of locked into this box. Um, with with a USB, you could plug it plug a different hard drive in there every month and cycle yourself through your backups. You know, there's there's really cool mm. things you could do like that. So yeah, yeah, again, it's added flexibility, but there's absolutely no doubt the simplicity of the Airport is is fantastic. Yeah. I so haven't helped you at all. <laughs> No, no, you have. Is there any is there any modem that you would suggest, like just like you said, like a basic modem that, that does the job? I'm um, I'm in country New South Wales, so no ADSL two class. Oh, but ADSL two. Yeah, I'm I'm on the slow scale here, unfortunately. Mm. I don't even have 4G at home. That's how that's how backwards we are. <laughs> I feel for you, brother. I feel for you. I mean, it's just you know, it, and it's you know, it reminds me that we take for granted what we have in the city. Do you know what I mean? And it, yeah. it reignites yeah. the debate about the NBN that says the whole point of the NBN was to give everyone a level of coverage that was way above what they're getting now. And you'll get that at some point, but it'll be some satellite delivery thing. And that's kind of, anyway, um, we digress. But look, I, you know where I would go? I, I'm pretty much born on, uh, and they used to be a sponsor, but they're not anymore, but um, Harris Technology. HT.com.au. Oh, yeah, I've wired, wired broadband modems. They've only got, look, they've got four of them, mate. $33, $32, $68, and $68. Just because of my kind of knowledge of the brand and loyalty, I'd go the Netgear, 68 bucks. It's all you're ever going to need. I mean, yep. yeah, 68 bucks, cool. it's done. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, mate. Well, good luck. And remember that, you know, the speed of your network is only ever going to be as good as your internet. But if you start doing more stuff within the network, so let's say you you get um, movies and things on one PC, then streaming them across your network becomes much more reliable with a solid Wi-Fi network, despite the fact that you've only got a slow internet. So improving your your in-home network. The other thing is uh, the Apple TV that we use to connect through the TV through our our Wi-Fi is um, the, the streaming of that, it seems to, to struggle a bit on the current modem, so that was probably one of the other yeah. reasons that well, I, to, I mean, I don't want to give you, I don't want to give you false hope. But I want to say to you that that's not going to get any much better, even with a new modem, because Apple TV yeah. just is going to struggle with slow internet connection. Do you know what speed you're getting? Have you done a speed test? Yeah, um, off the top of your head, I I can't quite remember, but it's 
Worth doing one, um, plug the computer directly into the modem, turn everything else off, just the computer into the modem, wired, hardwired into the modem, and then run speedtest.net. Yep. See what you're getting? Yeah. At the very least, as a I benchmark. No, good idea. I'll do that as well. Yeah. I can't remember. I do it on my phone a fair bit when I'm when I'm travelling around. I can travel a bit for yeah, work. Yeah. So I, like, I like doing it for work. No, no, I agree. And just remember, in your home, stuff. in your home, if you do a speed test, you're on your mobile phone. You're not getting a genuine speed test because you need to be wired into your internet, into your modem to get the oh, genuine yeah. speed. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, anyway, yeah. all good, mate. All right, good I'll, luck with I'll it. Go. And uh, and Thanks yeah, good luck. Much. Sorry, I can't help you too much, but uh, a little bit of food for yeah. thought. Thanks for that. Good on you, mate. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech, tech Life with Trevor Long. Doesn't matter where you are. Doesn't matter what your question is. Just jump on the email, eftm.com.au or on Twitter at Trevor Long. If you've got a question, a problem, anything about technology, get in touch. Say good day, uh, as has done Greg. G'day, mate. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Good, mate. What can I do for you? I just got off the phone or a couple of hours ago now, Trevor. I've simmered a little bit. <laughs> but, um, I um, yeah, I rang, rang Foxtel today. You know, I'd heard the announcement. Uh, read, read in the paper actually, or it might have been even on on TechGuide or AFTM that you know Foxtel were reducing their yeah their package big package changes prices. big changes in their prices uh, that I think started this month, the first of November. I'm, I'm, yeah. You should have got a letter. I got a letter from them. Um, but I haven't heard anything since. I, I also rang them the day it was announced some months ago to talk talk it through. So, what's your situation with what you were paying? Well, um, I, I vaguely remember getting a letter, but has long since been yeah, it was a couple uh, of months done, ago. Done, 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 done away with. Um, and I'd, I'd heard you say on um, uh, one of the shows about you know yeah that you had to ring them to. To check about the new pricing. Yep. So I heard it started in November, so I rang today mm. and was pretty disappointed at the end of it that there's actually no change in pricing to existing customers. Okay. So, so what is your current? Forget the new stuff. What were you paying before, and what were you getting? I was paying um, one fifty two, mm. which was the old gold HD package. Yeah, so what so is that every channel with part, movies? Yeah, part movies. So Showtime Showtime two, the one I didn't get family, Masterpiece Thriller and Disney. And uh you had one H D box? One one H D box, yeah. And we had another um multi IQ box in the uh in the man cave, yeah. Yep. And and, and you were paying movies radio and see that's more than what I'm paying. And I've got but I don't have sport. Did you have sport? I had sport. Yeah, oh, yes. I, I had had uh, everything except the full movie package. Yeah, right. Okay. And I, I also paid um, five dollars for the racing channel. Okay. And so, what what did they say to you was the new package? What what was the situation well, the platinum, on the new? They, they were mentioning the platinum HD, which was. He said the equivalent of what you're on now is a platinum HD, which is one thirty-four a month, and and with the extras that I get, that ended up being one hundred and sixty-four dollars uh, a month. So because of your racing and your extra extra set-top box, yeah. Um, yeah. and the HD option, 
You ended up being yeah. more. It ended up being more, yeah. It was like, uh, what was that? Twelve dollars more. I'm just wondering um, uh, whether or not you need to actually get a, get away from their kind of package deal situation and talk about talk to them about what the individual stuff is because I find um, and I'm looking I'm just going to look on my website because I, I ran and wrote it up they they didn't publish very um, very clearly um, the different kind of options. Um, that were there, but there was a PDF going around that that had all the channel breakdowns, which was quite interesting. Um, the the new package. So let I mean let's let's just quickly talk through it. Uh, the base level is 25. Then you want sport. That's 25. You want the entertainment. That's 10. You want the movies. That's 20. You want the docos. That's 10. Drama. 20. You got you want kids. Uh, another 10. Uh, HDs. Another 10. And uh, an extra box a month, I think, is about 15, isn't it, for the extra set-top box? Yeah, 25, you want IQ. Oh, right, it's 25 plus your five for your racing network. Um, geez, it is a lot of money, isn't it? <laughs> mm. when, when you start talking about everything. <laughs> yeah, it does add up real quick. I'm, I'm going to add it up here right now because I didn't add up as I went, uh, of course, because I'm not that smart. Uh, 10, 25, 5, yeah, oh, my God, it's it's a lot. I stuffed up the calculation, but yeah, it's definitely more. So then, you, then what you do is you take the the platinum or whatever they call it um, to allow you to get the yeah. So it works out to be 160, and they say platinum is 134, but that should include the HD pack. Yeah, I mean it's not very good if you got everything, is it? No, no. It's Whereas good. I was told, um, although actually no, I, I digress. I I'm pretty sure I looked at it and went, I actually don't need everything we were looking at it going geez i don't need bloody uh entertainment plus for example or docos but what they did they smartly took a and e out of out of docos and put it into entertainment plus because that's the only yeah. channel in entertainment plus i want the only one um i, I noticed they've done that with a few channels too Trevor, because there's a couple of things where you know you just watch one channel and then all of a sudden it's in that one that you need. But, you know, they moved Disney Junior, Nick Junior and Boomerang into the entertainment, the base package, so I don't need kids package. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm the same. I don't need kids either. Yeah, well, we, let's, let's not go into our personal problems with the amount yeah. of drain that kids put. You mean the kids package, yeah. <laughs> Ten bucks. So, see, I, don't, I also don't want drama. I don't want showcase and box sets and Soho, but you might. Because um, that's 20 bucks a month. Yeah, well, that... that... Um, Showcase is the main channel that, that I watch and um, when it was being explained to me today because the way, the way it reads they said the base pack has gone to 25 and I thought oh that's great so for the base pack is 25 so that'll be the whole our whole bill will come down 25 but <laughs> once, you, once you build in all the yeah. what you had back the price is still the same yeah same or more, and yeah, more, and then, and then they they say, oh yes, but you're getting you're getting X and X and X that you weren't getting before. Mm. Have well, you have you have you got the chance to sit down with your family and and print out the the channel list and go, what do we want, what do we need, and and literally take the opportunity to cull because you like me might end up just forgetting about it and just ending up keeping on going, keeping on, keeping on. Because it's funny, you, you, your your message today, you tweeted me earlier about this, was the first thing to prompt me to go, oh my God, I forgot to ring up and actually cancel the ch- channels I don't want. So I'm probably currently paying 20 or 30 that I don't need to pay. 
Um, and you know, you got to, that's that whole thing. You got to pick up the phone and, and make the call. Otherwise they're not going to save you any money straight up. And in your case, it's very interesting because what happens if you don't change? They just automatically start charging you more, I guess. No, they, um, I can just keep on keeping on on what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. What do you miss the, out on? On the same, same package. What the, sorry? What do you, what will you miss out on if you do that? No, I won't miss out on anything. Okay. Um, it's probably the best option because yeah. Um, I've, I mean, I've been out of contract for a long time. Yeah. And if I go back on the, you know, another 12 month contract, um, then they'll put me back into the, the system and uh, uh. put me on the platinum HD package. So I'm actually better off doing nothing. Mm. Um. And, and just just paying for the same package. So that do you, I, that I have. the but the the gold yeah. before what was that? So platinum is now one thirty four. What what yeah. was the platinum or gold that you're on before? Uh, when we first started, it was I think it's one twenty seven. Yeah, right. So the top end. What we're learning. Well, the bottom line here is the top end hasn't changed. If if anything, it's gone up a little. But the top end hasn't changed. What they're doing is for the low end. They're they're trying to entice people in better, you know, for such a small amount. You do get a lot of channels for twenty-five bucks. You can't, you can't really argue with that. But if you want to dabble in everything, and I guess my gripe is, you know, that the movement of A and E out of Docos into Entertainment Plus means I got to spend an extra ten bucks a month because yeah. I loved. I, you know what? If I could choose just one of the whole thing, I just choose the Docos if A and E was in there because I only watch Discovery Turbo Max, A um, and E. And, you know, a few other things here and there. It's pretty much all I watch, Sky News. So... Yeah, well, I, I, we, I went through the, the list with my wife and said, right, what channels do we, don't we want? Hmm. And there were about 10 channels that we, you know, had to have. And they were pretty much in spread across... Spread across each, them all. Each, each section, yeah. And when so, you say anyway, had to what, have, what, you're, not, you're not in a position to just go, you know what? I'm not staying. I'm off. See you later. I mean, well, I'd, I'd love to know what that, they say. Yeah, but that, that, that's where we're at at the moment. I've sort of haven't done anything, and you know, you make a We'll be making the decision. Well, what what do we, you know, what can we do without? And mm. do we just forfeit the whole lot and and then go to say a Netflix or a what? Um, what's, know, your internet, what's your internet? What's your internet situation, mate? Where do you have cable internet or? Yeah, I've got cable internet. Yeah. So here's my advice. My advice is, you know, do whatever you want now, but don't sign a contract, okay? Do not commit to a new contract. Threaten to leave, find out what they throw at you, but under no circumstances, sign a new contract. Even if they give you a discount, don't sign a new contract. Because in January, Fetch TV is going to get a whole stack more channels, my understanding is. Um, And some of those may be some of the ones that you watch now. And if you pay a little bit more for your broadband and have a bit more data, you might be able to stream those channels via Fetch TV. Um, so there may be more options in the in the nearer future, whether it's Netflix or Stan, as they call it. Um, you know, you may end up going, you know what, for for a few... I might have to pay a few different people, but I can get um, the basics elsewhere. And uh, really, it's going to come back to the, the good old debate about sport. Um, you know, because to get sport, you've got to spend a minimum of 50 bucks with them. And whether you get that on your iPad or on cable um, television, it's not cheap. But I, my advice is don't commit to anything. 
no matter how tempting it is, yeah. because you you really don't know what's on the horizon in the near term. Yeah, well, we had had a you know short discussion this afternoon, and we yeah that's I think that's the way we're going to go. You know, we won't yeah. do anything at the moment, although it looks uh, with a little bit of pressure, it looks like the uh, man cave is going to be without Fox still. That's a decision I've been uh, grappling with myself. Because remember, too, if the Man Cave has a computer in it, with one Foxtel subscription, you are entitled to two Foxtel Goes. Um, and so on, in my Man Cave, if I get rid of the Foxtel, I could easily set up a Foxtel Go app on the computer and watch a few of my channels that way. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's going to be the... For the time being, I think that's the way that I'm, I'm leaning towards. Yeah. Oh, if if you can find two things like the box and maybe one other thing to to cancel, it'd be interesting to say to them, "No, I'm out of here," and and see what they say about that. But anyway, good luck, mate. I'm sorry I can't give you much more kind of um, uh, direct advice no. or, or help, but uh, but yeah. No, that's all right, Trevor. No, when I uh, when I tweeted this afternoon, I just hung up the phone and you were angry. Off those customer service calls, you like, and you you don't get. Things don't go your way, you're, yeah, you're a bit frustrated. All right, mate. Good luck. Okay, thanks, Trevor. See you, buddy. Thank you, and thanks for getting in touch. You can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Wherever you are, this is Your Tech Life. You can get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au or on Twitter, at Trevor Long. Now, a few months ago, um, in fact, let's go back to CES in January in Las Vegas. I remember writing about a product called Philip. It's a watch that was connected over there to T-Mobile, and your kids could wear it and keep track of them. And it was—it seemed to me to be a really interesting space, but it was the only thing I could see. And then uh, a little while ago, there was a product, which I think might have been, my next guest will correct me, but it might have been called SafetyCom or something similar to that. And it was an idea that was just floated around talking about Basically, having a device that your kids would wear that wasn't a phone, they didn't need to carry a phone around, but it would allow you to keep track of them and know where your kids are and what they're up to. Now, that product has now evolved and has uh, made its way onto crowdfunding website Indiegogo. And um, let's have a chat about it with one of the founders of it, Marina. G'day, Marina. How are you doing? Good, Trevor. How are you? Now, I'm well. You've uh, you've renamed the product to Echo. Is that how you pronounce it? E-C-O-H? That's correct, Echo. What's behind the new name? Um, basically, the way that we've designed it, um, we wanted to make sure that you'd get intermittent um, updates okay. through the app. And we thought the name Echo was catchy. So you're getting echoes of your child's whereabouts, um, which allows you to keep an eye on them. So let's talk about what it is basically. There's there's two parts to it. There's the app, which is the most important part for the parents to, to understand what's happening. But then there's actually a couple of devices that for the kids. One of them is uh, maybe like a wristband or a, an anklet that kind of attaches to the child so that um, the other device, which is like a little wearable clip, it's uh, what, two inch by two inch, just kind of clip onto their clothing. And the idea is that they wear that all the time, uh, becomes inconsequential to them. But you as a parent can at any time kind of load up the app and see through the eye of that device because it's got a camera, but also see where they are on a map. Um, if they were happen to take that device off, they get an alert, and and that's the kind of whole process, is it not? That's correct, yeah. You've um, hit the nail on the head there. The only thing is um, 
we've got the proximity bracelets and it's a shoe tag, not an anklet. So a you actually tag. can Yeah, so like in the old school days, um, where people used to weave it through their shoelaces. Mm-hmm. Um, you just wave that weave that through your shoe through your kids' shoelaces, um, and that's one of the proximity sensors as well. Right. Now how does let's let's go back a little bit before we talk about the future. I mean you're not a technology company. This is just an idea, and you've had to form a, a group of, of like-minded people who help you bring this to life. At what point, so you're crowdfunding this thing, you're looking for $100,000 to to bring the thing to life with product tooling and manufacturing. At what point is it now? I mean, have you got one that works? Uh, we do, we do. We have a fully functional proof of concept. Um, we've got the app fully functional as well. Um, on iOS, so yep. yeah, it's all it's all working. So, so you've basically, you know, through manual creation, you've been able to build one and or one or a couple and and prove the concept, play with it, and refine it. And now you've got it to a point where you actually say, right, we're ready to go. Who's up for it? That's exactly right. Um, we've got everything ready to go, and we just basically need um, the crowdfunding to get us to the next stage. So crowdfunding is a big thing. I mean, I met with a company today that are um, that are crowdfunding, and they're they're a, they're an existing company. They're already making products, but they're crowdfunding their next idea. Um, yeah. You know what, what is the what is the situation with crowdfunding? Because I guess in the old days, um, we would we would come up with a business idea and go to the bank for a loan, or we'd find business investors. But these days, it's more, hey, let's um, let, let's see if the, the the crowd, the people that might want it, can can fund it. And and that's how you pay for it. What happens though if you don't get that funding? Um, basically, we just wanted to get it on there so that um, we can gain some traction and get mm-hmm. the word out about our products on crowd via crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. And instead of selling pieces of our company, um, we thought we'd go the crowdfunding way. Yep. And and. Um... I mean, is the crowdfunding now going to allow you to um, to do the whole thing? What does it do? Does it bring a certain number to market, and that's that's where you get cracking? Yes, it does. Um, it well, at the moment we're underway with the industrial design. Our team offshore is working with the industrial design, which will be completed in the next month. Um, so yeah, basically from there. It'll allow us to go into certification, and once that's over, we start setting up the tooling. So we basically just need the funds for tooling and manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's a tough one because there's a lot of money you need, and uh, but I mean, it's a global product, though, is it not? So you, you could this this thing could ship worldwide. There's no reason why this is an Aussie thing, other than the fact that it's an Aussie invention. That's exactly right. Um, that's why we chose um, Indiegogo because it's an international crowdfunding platform. Um, and it'll get our product out worldwide as opposed to just keeping it in Australia because the device itself um, runs off a SIM card. So anywhere where there's mobile network coverage, this device can be used. And is that an extra cost for the parent as on an ongoing basis? They just need a nice little simple SIM card with a data plan? That's right. That's exactly right. Yep. Um, and you, they can do prepaid, postpaid, whatever they like. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this is a lot cheaper because it's basically you're not sitting, the kid can't send text messages, they can't call other people. You pre-program the numbers into the device that they can call 
Um, so they're only calling those two numbers. They're not going to be sitting there, you know, spending their credit on calling and texting their friends and things <laughs> like that. Um, so you know that they're just using the device to contact you and the the other number if you pre-program another number into the device. Wow. Well, I mean, all you can do now is uh, is hope that you get the attention you need, and that's part of what we're doing now. And uh, look, it's it's such an exciting space. Um, I'm yet to yet to understand, you know, because my kids, I, I, I mean, what age do you think this is this is for with kids? Um, we'd say probably about ages five to about eleven. Yeah. Also, um, so primary school age kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really think there's a need for them to have, you know, the latest phone with all the bells and whistles, access to the internet, mm. YouTube inappropriate content if they drop it it can be really expensive to repair mm, or replace mm. um so or if they leave it behind things like that you know kids the kids at the end of the day and they shouldn't have something like that um to have to be responsible for so yeah we've just tried to make it as affordable as possible for parents very cool. I mean, look. Uh, as I say, it's it's cool that you've got a working version. Um, I, I, you know, I think about my eight-year-old and whether or not, um, you know, I might be a little bit more free with him running up to the park or something. But, um, you know, that's that's I guess what it's all about is bringing back the freedom that we had as kids. Um, amazingly, it's just disappeared, hasn't it? And that's the kind of sad thing about the world we're in. That's right. It gives um kids the freedom and the ability to be children again rather than having to always be, you know, stuck by their parents um, or sitting at home in front of the television, mm. things like that. You can let them go to the park, still know that they're safe, um, and also, you know, just allow kids to be kids, basically, just yeah. like how we used to be growing up. E-C-O-H, if you go to Indiegogo um, and uh, search for E-C-O-H or uh, follow the links, I'll put it up on the website, E-C-O-H, uh, Echo, uh, a great little device that could... Uh, how allow you to let the kids and, and maybe even the elderly have some freedom and, and you have some peace of mind. Uh, good on you, Marina, and good luck with it. Thanks very much. Um, also, you guys can go to our website, which is www.echoetoh.me, and you can check it out there as well. Lots of photos, lots of pictures. Good on you, and, uh, and good luck, as I say. Thanks very much, Trevor. Crazy what I'm about to say But Trevor Long's the world's best techie He's the kind of guy we picked on at school And it wasn't fair, but he don't care, he's cool seen on a current affair on monday night a story about a 99 4g smartphone uh <clears throat> vodafone have this new device in the market now uh, 99 from huawei so same company we talked about earlier but the other end of the spectrum this is their cheapest 4g phone um as i say 99 now here's where it gets really cool and i'm not talking about everyone here this is not a phone for me oh, i would drive me insane because the screen's not that bright and camera not so great 
as a parent, thinking about when and, and what my son will get as a phone, 100 bucks, sold. Right? Simple. Simple decision. Smashes it, breaks it. I'm like, sorry, buddy, you're going to go two months without a phone now because we've got to pay you know, for a new one. But instead of having to go 12 months without, it's just a couple. So here's the deal, though, where it gets really cool. $99. And then included in that $99 is one month access. $40 worth of access. Two gig of data, $750 worth of calls and text. So that takes the price of the phone down to $59. Then, as a part of the purchase, you also get three months Spotify premium. That's $11.99. So total, you're paying $24.99 or something like that for the phone. Because you put, you, got, you put Spotify in there, you put the deal, the one month access in there, you're paying 25 bucks for a phone. So even if your child broke it after the first or second month, then you're out of pocket bugger all, basically. So I, I think it is the most impressive deal you'll find in terms of getting a phone outright and then, you know, whacking it on, on a prepaid offer. So, you know, whether it's for an elderly person who just wants to have a phone and a smartphone's the only way to go, and the reason that appeals to me, because this thing, like many Huawei's, has a simple mode. So the home screen menu, you press simple, and it doesn't become apps and icons. It's just some tiles for dialing and mail and all that kind of stuff. Really easy to use. i got to say, um, it, it's it's sensational. $99. You can check out the photos at eftm.com.au. Um, and if you go to the Facebook page, I think I've shared the ACA story. Otherwise, just go to a current aca.9msn.com.au. Uh, current affairs because we we did a nice little story there howard gipps a great reporter did a, a cool story on it on the phone including the pronunciation of the company huawei uh, we got there in the end um but anyway check it out from huawei the vodafone 99 dollars 4g smartphone uh, eftm.com.au <laughs> Listening, thank you for downloading. This is Your Tech Life. My name's Trevor Long. Get in touch anytime you like. Next caller on the line. G'day, Phyllis. Oh, good day, Trevor. How are you? I'm excellent. What can I do for you? Well, I have. I had a, came across a problem a few weeks ago where I had to dial triple triple zero oh, for an emergency, a cardiac uh, possible cardiac arrest, and I used the app that was on my mobile phone, and I got an American voice saying, uh, "You haven't dialed enough numbers." So I thought I made a mistake, and I'll try again. I tried again, and then I had to revert back to the app that was installed on the phone originally because I knew that worked because I'd had to use it previously to, uh, for a neighbour. So I, I'm not, you know, it's, it's okay now, but for, for sure, us, but yeah. for somebody else, it, it might be a so, catastrophe. So what was the app? What's the app that you've been using that's not the default dialer? Uh, for memory, it was Contact Plus, which is a lovely app. Mm. And what, So the, what made you want that app? What was the thing that drew you to download it? Uh well, there's a little, <laughs> there's a program called Dripper, Dripper, I think it is, which gives you sort of up-to-date Android apps. And I thought, mm. oh, that looks interesting. And I, you know, I like the look of it and it, it was easy to use. And, uh, um, you know, I just liked it. I like fiddling around with different apps. And had it become Except, the default app for your, for your dialing as well from anywhere on the phone? Sorry, could, could you say that again? Had it become the default app for your dialing? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Well, you know, I, just, I, just, I sort of pushed the other one away and mm. brought this one onto the home screen. So, you know, I got sort of used to using it. And when it didn't work, I thought, oh, hell's bells, you know, what am I going to do now? Because we don't have a landline here and it was in the middle of the night. Um, so, you know, then I sort of remembered and I had to scramble through all the apps and try and find the, find the old one I was using. it, And that worked perfectly. 
So, you know, the ambulance came and all was well in the world. Yeah, all sort right. of well in the world. Uh, it's very you know, interesting. Say, go ahead. It's very interesting, and it's a good warning because a lot of these apps, especially, you know, the, the, the big ones are American-made, and therefore they don't understand, you know, triple zero. Um, mm. Well, the, the only thing is you can't you can't check it, you know, because as, as I say, if you start dialing triple zero no, to exactly. check whether your app works, you'll be fresh out of luck. They will be very cross with you. Yes, they will uh, be very cross. I, if you're um if you're a big downloader of apps, uh, Phyllis, uh, what's your favourite app at the moment then? Uh, no, I'm not a big downloader of apps at all. <laughs> you know, I, I've got the usual things. You know, WhatsApp I use a lot, and uh, you know, Evernote and and then the standard stuff that, that's useful in, in You'd life. You'd be surprised, Phyllis. A lot of people haven't yet discovered those apps. I mean, WhatsApp is such a fantastic app for simple messaging ah. of, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. videos and across. Doesn't matter whether someone's got an iPhone or an Android. You just send great messages, can't you? Absolutely. Yeah, it's easy to use, and you know, you've got your little circle of, of my my little family, and mm. I've got one in Germany, one in. Sydney, and we just chat, just you know, instantly. It's great. It's fantastic. And it's like everyone's at home. Very good, Phyllis. Thank you for the advice. It's a good warning to people. If they're using the non-default app on an Android phone, then they should be aware that it may or may not call the emergency number when required. So, as you say, hard right. one to test, but maybe have, maybe have a look online and see whether people have noted that. And, Phyllis, might be worth, as just a, a guide, might be worth you leaving a comment on the in the App Store, the Google Play Store, um, about mm-hmm. that app so that people know that. it's not. It's, you could still be a five-star rating. Great app, but just a warning to people, doesn't dial the Australian yeah, yeah. triple O. Absolutely. Good on you, okay, Phyllis. Thanks Thank for getting for in that. touch. Good on you, and have a great time. The same to you. See ya. And you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website, eftm.com.au. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long. Thank you for listening. This is Your Tech Life. If you've got a question about technology, problem with technology in your life, doesn't matter what it is, get in touch. Send me an email. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. G'day, Marie. Hi there. What can I do for you? Uh, well, I have a just a small TV in my kitchen area mm. uh, with a small aerial, indoor aerial, uh, a Digitech audio-visual aerial, and I am getting so much interference just if I open a door or close a door or a drawer or turn the tap on or sit down or stand up, uh, it loses its signal. Right. Uh, and now it's obviously a digital do. TV, is it? Yes. Yes. And so it doesn't have a set-top it, box. It's a digital TV with an, an external antenna sitting on it, is it? Uh, internal. Yeah, but it's it's, uh, it's not built yeah, into yeah. the television. It's not plugged into the wall. No, no. You've got like a no, little, the old-style no. rabbit ears, but a modern version, yeah? Yeah, that, that's it, yes. And obviously, yes. have you tried moving the aerial around? Oh, I move it around and up and down, and I sometimes I want to tread on it. Mm. <laughs> so I get it. Now... It just... Mm-hmm. It just drives me crazy. It just, yeah. just loses the signal. It and the other, have you got another TV in the house? Yes, but they're attached to an outdoor. And area. it's working fine, yeah. So they're they're fine, yes. yes. So the only other, there's really only a couple of things to do. The first one you can do yourself, which is to do a retune on that television. Um, just re-tune, to yeah, so press the menu button and look through the menus for something about retune or channel setup or auto tune. And just do a retune, just in case um, it's it's still picking up old versions of the channels. There might be something like that. The other thing is yeah. to to maybe look at investing in a newer aerial because it could be that um, with the course of uh, interference in the area, new buildings or something like that, the the signal's not as strong as it used to be, and you need something mm-hmm. with a bit more power. Now, indoor antennas for digital are basically a problem. You know, they're never going to be as good as uh, an external one. 
Um, no. And I, I'm, I don't know whether you can maybe weigh up the, the cost of getting someone to run a, a, an actual TV outlet to, the, to where the TV is in the kitchen. No, no, we can't do that. Mm. It's just uh, it's in a situation where it won't can't won't reach. Oh, We've right. tried going through the roof and yeah, coming right. down the wall, and it doesn't. They can't seem to do it. Can't be done. Yeah, no. I think I think the people I'd go and see um, are J Car Electronics. Done that. And what do they say? <laughs> they were on there on the weekend. He didn't have an answer. Really? Uh, the only thing he did tell me about the other little box that came with the aerial, and I didn't know it was there. Mm-hmm. I've now attached it, mm-hmm. a little audio-visual box, mm-hmm. and it's got two dials on it, a UHF and a VHF. Right. But I, I have connected it, but I don't know what to do with it. So when you say connected it, what is it? how does it, does it sit between the aerial cable and the TV? Yes. Right. Yes. And has it? Does it have multiple plugs on it? Like, is there only one hole that the plug could go in, or could it be possible that the the, the antenna needs to be plugged into a different part of that box? No, no, it's mm. only one place which has two antenna. And then there's a little dial on the and front for UHF, UHF and VHF. Is there? Yes, yes. Well, you I can... don't know. How, I don't know what to do with those dials. Have you tried pushing them yeah. all, like twisting them all the way up? No, yes, all the way. Don't try it all that. <laughs> no, no luck. No, no. So the the thing is now, um, the yeah. in Sydney, uh, I'm pretty sure you'll find all the TV stations are now in VHF. Right. Um, and and so you definitely don't need to worry about the UHF. So you could turn that one down right. and turn the, the turn the VHF up. Um, right. Second to that okay. is is a retune on the television. Right. And look, third to that is is honestly, I think you need to get Mr. Antenna out or someone like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there has to be a way of fixing it, but it doesn't sound like well, it's something I you can do so. with a simple little indoor one. Maybe there's some sort of uh, signal booster that Mr. Antenna can find for you. I've had antennas that go like on the glass of the window. Um, instead of just yeah. being something inside. Now, it sounds crazy, but, you know, it, it might work. Yeah, right. So it may be yeah, something right. very different mm. that you need um, and maybe yeah. a, a more qualified antenna guy, unlike me, who can only give you the basics, right. might be the way to go. Right. So really, Marie, I'm sorry, but the, the only thing okay. I can suggest is is Mr. Antenna. And if anyone is listening and has better advice for Marie and you, right. you know, they're, they're listening to me and banging their head up against a brick wall because I could be giving a piece of advice, they will email me, Marie, and I will call right. you and let you know okay. if anyone has better advice for you, okay? It did It did work perfectly well for, I've had it now uh, three, uh, nearly uh, nearly three years probably, yeah, and it's yeah. worked perfectly well most of the time, it, but in the last 12 months, I suppose. It's interference. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounds mm. like it could be related to the fact that we had the retune, and that might that's why it might be worth doing a retune straight away. Right. Okay. Right. Give I'll it a try, that. and then oh. give Mr. Antenna okay. a call, and then if I hear anything from any of my wonderful listeners, I will let you know. Thank you very much. That's All lovely. Right. Good on you. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Marie. For Thanks for getting Thank in you. touch. No worries, and you can get in touch as well. Just go to the website eftm.com.au. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We got through almost everyone tonight. A couple of calls we'll have to leave over for next week, but uh, that's okay. So Peter and John, I'll, I'll be back in touch next week um, as I flick through my book. This book, I mean, if you're a massive fan of the show, this book would be worth a lot of money because 
I think it goes back um, many hundreds of episodes. It's got my wife got really narky at me for um, for not reusing my my books because I just handwrite my rundown, and I got to the end and she said just turn it over and use the back of the page. And she's that's a bit much, isn't it? Can't we just get another book? Um, goes back to episode one hundred and two. That's pretty cool. I can look at what we did there. Look, we spoke to Terry and Trina and Petrus and wow, look at that. Episode 104, Red Bull Mobile, maybe, 99. Oh, my goodness me, look at that. Anyway, so lots there. Fun and games from all the old episodes. Look at that. Lots of callers. Yeah. But I really, I couldn't uh, I couldn't sell it or donate it because it has everyone's phone numbers in it as well. Um, don't worry, it's safe. Your, your privacy is safe here at Your Tech Life in the EFTM studio. I'll keep this for prosperity. Just, you know, my kids will look at this one day and go, wow, that's not cool at all, and throw it away. <laughs> they won't know what it is. It just looks like a gibberings of an idiot. Uh, that's me. Anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Jump on the twits and uh, send me a Twitter, at Trevor Long, uh, twitter.com forward slash Trevor Long. Say good day. Uh, check it out anytime at eftm.com.au. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll be back again next week.